What's up, Lions fans, and welcome to the Blue Blood Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan, coming at you with Colton as well. Hey, guys. How's it going? And you already know, today we are talking about the Lions at Buccaneers preview. We're just going to go ahead and roll right into it with the injury report. Talk about some interesting news that came out. I think that was uh, early this morning. And then going to hit you with some matchups and the preview, or not preview, uh, score prediction. So let's go ahead and just start with the injury report. You can go ahead and get the Lions, and I'll go ahead and get the Bucks. All right. Let's see. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, so let's see. So it's pretty similar to last week. Um, some new players, though. Jamie Collins was added to the injury report. Uh, obviously, he suffered that injury in the Titans game when he took down Derrick Henry and, like, got hurt. Um, so that's a neck injury, and he hasn't practiced yet this week, so wouldn't expect him to play. Uh, Tyrell Crosby hasn't practiced with his ankle injury yet. Um, Galladay still hasn't practiced in forever. Um, someone new added to the injury report that's kind of concerning is Taylor Decker. Um, he was limited on Tuesday... And did not practice today, so that's never good. Uh, nope. Matt, Matt Prater added with a back injury, um, so he didn't practice today. Do we have a kicker on the practice squad? I do not think so. I haven't been paying attention a ton to it this year, but I wouldn't think so, no. Maybe so, Fox can kick? Yeah, get Stafford to hold. I don't know. Get uh, it'd be Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Mike Ford had a full practice, though, which is good. Yeah, so he returned to practice. Um, Julian O'Quara was also activated from the from IR, right? Yes, sir. Yep. So, and then Vitae returned. Um, I didn't think he played, actually. Granted, the Titans, like we talked about last time, uh, don't really have a pass rush, but he didn't play awful, I didn't think. Yep. And then Daryl Roberts also had limited, yeah. too, which is good. But we're, we're, we're banged up. It's the end of the season. Also, obviously unrelated, um, didn't, isn't Danny Shelton returning? Um, let's possibly. See. I sent the tweet to myself. Um, let's see. Danny Shelton currently on IR will return to practice today. So he's practicing, but they don't need to list him because he's not in the active roster. Yeah, so we'll see. And then Everson Griffin returned from the COVID list, so I'd Good. expect at least Everson Griffin to play, and we'll see about Shelton. Okay. And then Buck's side, Tom Brady did not practice today. It's not injury-related, though. Um, Carlton Davis, their corner, he's actually been doing really good this season. He did not practice because of a groin injury. JPP had limited, and Antoine Winfield Jr. It's crazy to say that. Um he had a limited practice, and that was his first limited practice this week, and that was shoulder. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's roll into the matchups. What do you got, offense, defense? And then we'll go ahead and talk about the fun news that came out today. <laughs> let's talk about that first, because I think that's going to lead into my matchup. Okay. So, I'll start it off and then switch it over to you. Um. So, Lions had two positive uh, COVID tests on Monday. Um, with that being a practice squad linebacker, I think it was Anthony Pittman, right? Okay. Yeah, I didn't even see who the two actual individuals were. And then the second one, I didn't see a name attached to it, but I know it was a coach. 
Yeah, and so, they shut down the facility that day. Yeah. And then I don't know if they've opened it back up or not. I don't think so because uh, I just looked up Adam Kaplan's tweet when looking for the Bucks injury report and blow it. Oh, never mind. Maybe they did today. They didn't practice on Tuesday, but they did today, I think. Okay. And then now the fun part. Um, <sighs> close contacts. So pretty much I think it was almost all the defensive side. And then Daryl Bevel was also considered a close contact, so he's most likely not going to coach this weekend either. So they do not know who is going to coach um, on the defensive side of the ball currently. And for the offensive coordinator is going to be our QB's coach, Ryan, what's his, Sean Ryan, right? Sean Ryan, yeah. Yep, there we go, yeah. Sean Ryan, our quarterback coach, will be the offensive coordinator, so I don't think there'll be that much of a change in my opinion. But they don't know who the defense coordinator is going to be, and they don't know who the head coach is going to be. So, what yeah. the hell? This is just, oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. This is just going to be weird. It's just going to be weird. I don't know what to say. What What do you? What are your thoughts on this, honestly? So, two thoughts. One, happy there's not an outbreak. It just seems like two positive tests and... Um, the close contacts, I believe, came from the flight home. So Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, but, yeah, so interim head coach is out. Um, who's obviously our offensive coordinator. Uh, defensive coordinator, so Corey Unlin. And then, obviously, Brayden Coombs was fired, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then defensive line coach, and then defensive back coach, and the linebacker coach. So, so our secondary sure. coach is out. So what do we have left? So, Defensive line, secondary. Linebackers? Did you say linebackers? Yeah. Defensive line, linebackers, secondary, and defensive coordinator? Yeah. Well, so our, what do we got? Like a defensive quality control coach maybe? <laughs> so I don't know. I can't find the tweet now. I should have looked it up beforehand. But um, it was between like two defensive assistants and one of the beat writers said that they were going to play rock, paper, scissors for play calling. <laughs> and I'm assuming, I really hope that's a joke, but I yeah. don't screw it. Just kidding. I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll see a weird defense this week or they'll be too scared and we'll just get absolutely torched because they're just going to run vanilla. But you know, we'll see. I mean, um, what, what do they got to lose? They have nothing to lose. They're calling a game. They might not yeah. ever have a shot at this ever again. I'd be like, screw it. Let's do it. Engage eight. Hey, Engage <laughs> first and second down, third down, drop eight, but we're good. Yeah. Um, but let's see. I'm going to talk about, like, what it might mean for the offense because this is – I believe this – Sean Ryan hasn't been an offensive coordinator before, right? Nope. He's been a QB coach a lot of places. but So I'd almost expect him to – I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but I'd be, like, super aggressive. Oh, yeah, me too. Throw He's the like, ball – I mean, run the ball ten times total. <laughs> like, like if you get blown out, everyone's like, oh, they didn't have a coach. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But, dude, if you, like... Keep it close? Keep it close or, like, score, like, the offense looks dominant. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. That's some personal recognition, and obviously you want to move up in the in the NFL world, so... Exactly. Like, that. this is a big deal. This is a big opportunity for... All three of them, whoever our head coach is going to be, I think they should just put him as head coach and then have him call the plays too. But um, so yeah, it's going to be very interesting. So okay, go ahead and give me your matchups. <laughs> you can't give me coaches. Just do. <laughs> you can't give me coaches. Okay. No, you can't give me coaches. 
Oh, let's see. You know, I'm going to go with... Wow, long pause. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> DeAndre Swift versus... I can't decide if Bucks I want to talk about seven. running or passing. I'll talk about him in the passing game. So versus, like, their linebackers, I guess. That'll be interesting to see. Um, They're solid. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I really love that offense that we saw against the Washington football team. Um, I'm pretty sure they're still the number one defense. So mm-hmm. I think if Swift has a big game, um, especially through the air, then the Lions will be just fine. Yeah. And let's see. Do you want me to do my second, my defense one right now, or do you want to go first? No, I'll go defensive one because I already know what I'm going to pick Kay. for at least offense. So I don't. I'm I'm going Tom Brady versus our defense. And the fact that, so I watch a lot of Bucks games because I have Tom Brady as my fantasy quarterback, and I'm in the Super Bowl this week. Anyways, that's that's besides the point. I lost it and go with my gut. Oh, I can't, I'm, it sucks. Brutal. Um, so I'm playing for money this weekend. Actually, I'm in the money no matter what. But, um, so watched a lot of Bucks games, and it's super frustrating that the Bucks they always start off super slow, like dead, mm-hmm. like every t- every game, and then they come back and either make it close and lose or come back and win. Yeah. So, I think if we can hold. Tom Brady to like starting off slow like they normally do which is like can we just talk about how insane that is like they have Chris Godwin Mike Evans Antonio Brown and Gronk as their skill players that's insane and they start off slow I don't know man um so I think if the defense can hold them off to let's say under 14 points before halftime I'm really feeling good about the Lions' chances. Okay, interesting. But we okay. all we all know the Lions' offense isn't a problem with this team. No, it's not. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna go defense first. Um, I agree with you. I'm just gonna honestly, I'm gonna go our front seven versus their run game. Leonard Fournette, not really, but of course Ronald Jones has been killing it. So front seven versus. Um, Ronald Jones and a little bit of Leonard Fournette. If we keep him under 100 yards rushing, then we'll be in a good spot. Offense. I'm going to keep doing it because this is a big deal. If TJ Hawkinson has roughly 60 yards for the next two games, he breaks the Lions' tight end franchise receiving record. Does he and that's really? set by, yep, and that's set by Brandon Pettigrew. I was like, no freaking way. What's that so at? Like 735 or something like that. It's not even at 800. Yeah, because Hawkinson's at like what, like 650? Yeah, somewhere around there. So, yeah, if he averages 60, re- 60 re- receiving yards in the next two games, then he's got it. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. He okay, just fine. get him the ball. I-, I think we'll be close. Which is, like, I get it's not that high, but for all of you saying TJ Hawkinson was a bust oh. last season, this I'm man has been the best tight end we've ever had. Pointing out he's most of those people are talking about Okuda in the same way. Oh, you know exactly where I was going with this. Yeah, so he's the best tight end we've probably ever had in a single season already. He's great at blocking. He was better last year, but he's great at blocking, and he's an amazing wide receiver. He's a great security blanket. He's amazing target in the red zone. He's super big. He's killing it. 
in every single facet of the game. We re- we ran the freaking jet sweep with him. Yes, he fumbled the ball, which is not okay, but he's, you can do anything with him. And for all of you tell everyone saying that he was a bust after one year, you never grade any draft pick off of one year of football. It was way different this year, and he's amazing. He's going to be good for the next decade plus. So, yeah, we hit on that pick. So for those of you saying that you shouldn't pick a tight end at eight, you're wrong. I agree 100%. And um, he's actually second in the team in targets. Obviously, Marvin Jones is first with 101. uh, But Hawkinson's second, and he's only nine behind at 92. Wow, I did not know that one. So Stafford looks to him more than he does Amendola. Obviously, Amendola missed a couple games, I think. Yeah. So I, I still think he'd be above him, but that's yeah. crazy. Broken down, and then, it's like 6.5 versus 5, I think. So yeah. Hawkinson and then, him. Yeah, on the side of Okuda. Okay, it's his rookie year. Don't call someone a bust in their rookie year. Wait till the end of next year, you know a little bit better. After the third year, you know what you got, period. Yeah. So if he shows improvement next year, I'm good. Yeah. As long as he doesn't say the same or get worse, no complaining for me. Once again, I'm not judging a cornerback. I know we're a little off topic right now, but I'm not judging a corner based off of one, I mean, a fluky season, but I mean, at this point, it's like, eh, that should wear off by now, but anyway. But mainly Matt Patricia's scheme. Correct. And the lack of pass rush. Yeah. We, we all saw, like, even Darius Slay struggle. Um, I don't know. Put mm-hmm. Gilmore in here, I doubt he does much better. Honestly, I agree. It's a fluky season. He had no rookie training camp. He was out the first week, thrust into the lineup, started playing, started a couple games, got injured. He's out for the rest of the season. Okay. He is a great tackler. He's getting better in coverage. He makes extremely smart plays. Does he make them all the time? No. But has he made a few this season to figure out why he was drafted so high? And it shows that he's going to have that instinct Start to catch up to the game? Yes. There's nothing to worry about, so people calm the hell down. But okay, I'm done with the rant there. Um, told you my defense, told you my offense, Hawk. Yep. I want him 70 yards. 60 would be fine, but 70. I want to make it easy. Okay. Um. Well, already predictions then. Oh, this one pretty quick. Dang, this is this kind of sucks. We only got one more game after this? Yeah, man. Oh, most um, depressing news that came out la- yesterday afternoon. We're recording this late Wednesday night, um, so Tuesday afternoon, that teams with head coaching vacancies are allowed oh. to interview other Today. like candidates from other teams, even if yeah, they're which, still playing. Which I mean, means they're allowed to do it today. So. I'm they do have to ask for permission, though. Yeah, they ha- the team has to give permission. So, Which um, I don't think the likelihood of that happening is very high, especially with them being in the regular season still. I think after the next two weeks it'll be a little bit different. But, I mean, that's still cool to see, though. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, um, if, if it's like the 49, if you're like interviewing Sala, then I don't see why they wouldn't. But that's the true. Bowl, probably not. Or yep. any team that's in the playoff race. Yeah, I agree. Um And then also on that note, news-wise, GM head coach, all three of our GM interviews were conducted for Pioli, Dimitrov, and Rick Smith were official. So got all those in. Um, 
we're just going to keep rolling in GM interviews, and I'm excited to see we start um, interviewing for head coaches. So let's get this offseason rolling. It's going to be a lot of change. It's going to be very interesting. But, okay, give me your prediction. Mine's not going to be very generous, especially with the injuries and with the coaches. So let's see what you got. Yeah, I think I'm taking the Bucks here. Um, the Lions offense is good, but the Bucks offense has the potential to be, like, amazing. And I'm starting Tom Brady in fantasy, so I don't have much faith in the Lions defense. Um, I'm picking the Bucks, thirty-five to twenty-seven. Ooh, that's a little close. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I agree. There's no reason to have faith in this defense. There is no reason to have faith in it before the season even started because I did not. But that's neither here nor there. So I am also going the Bucks. Bucks thirty-five, Lions twenty, with a missed extra point by Matt Prater. Oof. Yeah, it's going to leave a salty taste in our mouth, and then we'll have to see the Vikings against us with a healthy Dalvin Cook. So our Yay. season's not going to end very well. Woohoo! Um, I mean, okay. 5-11. Could be 4-12, and 12, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Jeez, I, as long, we've got a top 10 pick. That'll be nice. But okay, all right. If you got anything else, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. I don't think so. Oh, I didn't mention this when we were talking about the Lions injury report, but obviously Stafford's probably going to play. Uh, he said he was still sore from the injury from Green Bay game, but it didn't get any worse from the Tennessee game. I yeah, totally I saw that on the report. That. I didn't so. even like bother because he's just been on there. So, All right, sounds good. Um, thank you guys very much for joining us on episode 27 of the Blue Blood Podcast, Lions versus Buccaneers preview. Go Lions. Let's have some fun watching, just like Colton was saying on the last pod. Kind of be a casual fan. Yes, we want to win, but look for some fun throws. Love seeing Stafford all over social media making that crazy no-looker in the end zone. Everyone acts like he doesn't do that once a month, but oh. not everyone watches games like we do. Do you see all the former Lions like fanboy over it? Yep, Diggs, Slay, Golden. I feel like there's Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, Kyle I know Van Noy. I, I didn't see that one until just barely. Yeah, but that's amazing. We all know I can make the throws. Everyone's saying free Stafford. So. Two point, I'm kind of getting to the point where I agree with that. But anyways, we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining us on episode 27. Ooh. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Peace out. Go Lions.